0: Well, good morning. If if, if you've been nod off, I'll bark. (laughs) uh, Well, it's it's lovely to be here. Uh, My name's Julie and I I work for Firm Foundation, which is a single homeless organisation in Harrow. Um, My home church is in South Harrow, King's Church. And uh, actually, I, I wanted to do a couple of things this morning. So the first is to say thank you for inviting me here. Uh, I, I always love coming out. I always love uh, meeting people and uh, just uh, uh, talking about what God has, has done, uh, certainly in Firm Foundation. Uh, and the other is to actually share a little bit of what's on my heart for the churches, uh, and that's in, in the borough. So I'll start a little bit with me. I won't spend too much on me. You're all right. <laughs> and then uh, a little bit about the birth of Fern Foundation and where we are now. And then uh, that kind of section on uh, on what's on our heart for uh, the borough and some of the churches. So that's where I'm going. We've got a media clip in the middle, uh, which, uh, you know, gives you a little break from me. It was very good. And uh, and then we'll, we'll head... Um, I'll keep to time this morning. Well, I'll, I'll don't, don't keep to time. That's the that's the most dangerous thing you could say to me. I think, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're, a, we're yeah. That's fine. Right, that's fine. And I will be happy with that. <laughs> so my uh, so I, I don't come from a church uh, background. My my parents aren't Christians. Uh, I wasn't brought up in church. Um, I became a Christian in my late teens. Uh, i'm uh, one of those people that uh, somebody invited me to a service uh, in my late teens it wasn't even a sunday service it was a kind of a friday praise thing Um, and uh, i heard the gospel really for the first time on that night and then uh, became a christian just on that night Uh, my my life completely changed um i woke up the next morning I, I actually remember waking up physically with a smile on my face which as we all know that's really impossible to do and um and then i started a, a kind of a journey a process of asking lots and lots i mean i, I was a real pain i because I, did, I didn't know anything i didn't know anything uh, what uh, i remember kneeling down to um actually this was, was to an answer to prayer um uh, I had a situation, and I wanted, I wanted God to tell me, give me an answer, you know, and so, and so I I even knelt down by my bed, and I I thought this is this is this is how it works, you know, and uh, I prayed, and no, nothing came, and I thought okay, okay, so I picked up a Bible. Someone had bought me a Bible, which was great, and um, I just started to look through the contents, and I was uh, I came across the book of James. Now, you know. If you've been a christian a while you can oh yeah book of james for me at that time i'm thinking james a book called james in the bible so I thought, okay so i turned to um to james and lo and behold uh, james chapter one verses one to two consider it pure joy my brothers when all kinds of trials and tribulations come your way and it was my answer to prayer it was amazing i was i was like, so excited so I'm in the room on my own, I've, I've, I've turned and all this has happened, it's fantastic. So the person that uh, I'd kind of been praying about, I met them the next day, and I, I was just, and we, we were sat in a car. So you're kind of in enclosed space, oh, you know, I'm like this, I'm like, oh, I've got to tell you about this answer to prayer, it's amazing, it's, you know. And um, uh, I said, it's, it's James chapter 1, for, and James is in the Bible. James, chapter. Anyway, so we carried on, and uh, they said, "Just a minute, I I need just just stop." (laughs) They said, "I've I've written you a letter last night, and uh, here it is." So I opened the letter, and it said, "Dear Julian, James, chapter one, (laughs) verses one and 2. My mind was blown. I was. It was just. It was one of those drop. I mean, I didn't even know the thing was in the Bible and God answers prayer so I wasn't planning on saying that but um, so my, my, my experience of uh, uh, faith and coming to faith and uh, all of that kind of stuff is quite, is, is quite immediate um, uh, to the point where well, when I talk to people about uh, faith I, I then finish the conversation I expect them to say yes I'd like to be a Christian now um, that's happened a couple of times, but uh, um, that, that's generally my uh, my take. So about ten years ago, a homeless person came through one of the local churches, my home church. Um, he just just came. We uh, we helped him out a little bit. He got back on his feet. He um, uh, he got a job. And then he came to faith he came back to us as a church and he said i want to help feed the homeless in fact um, he said that he believed god had spoken to him audibly audibly heard a voice and he said that um he wanted to help feed the homeless so he came back to us as a church and we were like well okay we, we don't know what really what to do with that so we, um, we got together with a few of the churches that we'd already uh, been involved in social action with before, about five churches altogether. Uh, Eddie came with us. Eddie's the, the person that um, uh, we helped out. And we sat there. We, we said to these churches, we, we're not sure if there's a need here. We're not sure if we're the people to meet that need. Uh, but we'd like to have a look. And so we did a pilot project. And the churches that were involved just kind of put some money in. It was a kind of wider thing. Uh, I took unpaid leave from work. I got paid by the project. And the project was um, an evening meal. That's what it was, an evening meal in the center of Harrow uh, with the ability to bed and breakfast somebody if we needed to or we worked out what to do. It ran for five weeks when we uh, in the uh, setup to that uh, we'd asked harrow council um if there were any homeless in harrow uh, their response was there are no homeless <laughs> well, yes um and uh, uh, they don't th- they don't think that now um but uh, back then no no homeless so we we kind of set this up and we had 22 people through in five weeks just for an evening meal we uh, provided bed and breakfast for eight people and we found long-term accommodation for four of those people. So for a five-week project, I wasn't bad. We decided that there was a need. Uh, I went back to work. We employed somebody part-time, and in the uh, same section in the following year, we ran our first night shelter. It was a 10-bed night shelter uh, for men. That was it. And then that ran for uh, three consecutive years. And then in 2013, uh, that person was moving on. I had an opportunity to interview back in for Firm Foundation. So it had become a, a registered charity through in that time. Three night shelters had passed. And uh, I came in and um, interviewed back in. They took a step of faith. They employed me full time. and. The charity went from part to full-time and my job really is to grow the organization to meet the need so in 2013 uh, a couple of things happened the first was we we knew that when people came to stay in our night shelter that's that's great and you get immediate relief from the street you get sa- uh, a safe place overnight there's some food in there and then, you know, we can start to work with, some w- with you. But after the night shelter, it becomes obvious that people, we, we lose track of people. And uh, some people need additional help. So if uh, you are homeless and let's say, so these are, act- I'll use actual examples. So somebody is working, uh, the, it's low paid, uh, the landlord asks for the property back. Quite entitled to do that, but because there's no savings, because you might not get all of your deposit back depending on the landlord, you then uh, are in a really difficult position because you can't afford the next property. So to put that in some some context, the local authority rate in Harrow for a studio flat, and when I say studio, I mean, I'm talking about the really small ones with the, you know there's there's a bed and and then a kitchen unit. That's it really. Uh, is is about eight hundred and fifty pounds, eight hundred and fifty. Most landlords want a deposit and a month's rent in advance. We're all doing our maths, okay? And you've got somebody that's on uh, um, low wage uh, and can't do anything. And so that person becomes homeless. There's no other support structures. the fam- family perhaps um, uh, are too far away or not involved at all. Uh, and so we've had people in our shelter that are working and homeless they've kept their job but they're sleeping rough okay uh, if, if uh, in that in that uh case what we really need to do is reconnect them to a, to a landlord and although that's difficult that's the most simple situation for those people that have additional needs perhaps mental health or substance misuse or something like that then uh you're not going to get back in with a landlord the landlord's going to interview you and say no or if you do say yes that perhaps they go into the property and then six months later perhaps something else has gone wrong and they're, they're back out onto the street and so we've been praying for some accommodation of our own and uh, we tried a, f- a number of different avenues and in 2013 uh, a christian couple uh, approached us and uh, said, we'd like to buy a property for you to manage. And we said, no, that's fine. No, we didn't, we said yes. We said yes. What an absolutely marvelous answer to prayer. We've been praying for quite some time and uh, the relationship uh, uh, was so good that we chose the property together and Hope Place has been running uh, since 2013. It's a two year move on for our rough sleepers. So uh, rough sleepers come to live in the property with firm foundation they're given a personalized support package so these are people that need a bit of assistance and then when they are able to manage their own tenancy they move out and then the next person moves in so our last person to move out uh, he he was fleeing violence actually uh, and he was sleeping rough on, in Harrow Foundation uh, he got in contact with firm foundation we were able to take him in he, st- he came to stay in Hope place uh, he actually he spent the first month with the uh, the chair up against the door in Hope place that's in our own supported accommodation psychologically he was uh, he, he was, he was he was he was in a very difficult place physically he had uh, a shoulder problem He's, shoulder kept dislocating he had to wear a uh, someone help me well, a brace. thank you I'll go with a brace well done <laughs> I'm good at interactive okay you might need to do that a bit more a, a shoulder brace and he um, he he just wasn't in a very good way uh, after a little bit of time uh, and again through the GP and some uh, counseling uh, and then also uh, some um, doctor's appointments for his shoulder, he started to get himself back together. He then started to kind of train and work out. He got a job, um, he, in fact, he got a job in Nando's, which was great, and, uh, and then things started to progress. He then worked his way up uh, in Nando's, he's now a manager in Nando's, um, and uh, he's, he's like, he's a personal fitness trainer. I've clearly taken advantage. <laughs> so he's it's uh, fantastic and also there's been a bit of a knock-on effect because actually because he's in a position to um to employ um uh, the next person that came into hope place he was able to offer uh, a cleaning job and so it kind of continues so that person uh is a great success story and you you can kind of to put that in kind of the personal aspect you can put it into the uh the finance aspect so for example he was um he, uh, when he came to us he was on benefits and uh, cl- so so was on job allowance and uh, claiming housing benefit but by the time he left us he was on neither he was on his own wage paying his own way he moved out the next person gets to move in he is good he is good it's an un- i I can't tell you the amount of times that what some of the things that firm foundation do and are involved in should be really difficult and yet god opens the door and i'll come on to some of those there's quite a lot so we have hope place which is uh, our supported move on um it's a great time to come and, and kind of chat about this because uh, last week we, um, we signed up our second property, um, which is in Willstone and that's another three bed unit. So uh, we'll be putting people in uh, kind of uh, this, nec- this coming week and we'd like to add to, to our supported accommodation a third, um, uh, a third unit uh, so we'd have nine or 10 beds in total uh, to uh, support our rough sleepers. We also run some drop-ins that run throughout the week. So uh, on a Monday, you can, um, you can come to Harrow Baptist and uh, uh, you can get a shower, you can have some food, you can have a haircut, not all at the same time, that's always messy. Uh, but uh, you can come on a Monday, you can connect with Fern Foundation. On a Wednesday, we run a signposting service, so that's people that are either already rough sleeping or under threat of homelessness. And then on Friday, we run a a, a kind of just a straight coffee drop-in, and that allows us to keep track of our rough sleepers throughout the week. Firm Foundation also chairs um, Harrow's Single Homelessness Forum, so that encompasses all of the agencies. So that's the council, um, mental health, probation, uh, blessing agents. It kind of goes on. Uh, but it allows the Firm Foundation also to set the agenda for homelessness in the borough. Firm Foundation also get to have a voice on the homelessness strategy for the borough. And we do have a, a kind of a separate kind of section for Firm Foundation, which is to affect local government policy. Um, the uh, the MP uh, for Harrow East, so it's not party political, but he put through a... Um, uh, some new legislation for homelessness. Uh, so the Homelessness Reduction Act is now made law, he got it passed, it was a private member's bill, a private member's bill that actually passed. Um, and uh, he, he's he been visiting our shelter for years. Um, and we, got, we had a great quote uh, from him, um, a tweet, uh, something like, you know, you, you guys are the reason I wanted to change the law. And, you know, so for such humble beginnings, um, it's been has had a massive effect so there are a few different uh sections for firm foundation and one of them is to affect local government policy um we, we we're not we're under no illusions that uh one organization can uh, uh sort everything out and so we would do work collaboratively and we do want to change the system certainly to make it fairer so, the Phone Foundation now have uh, all of these services, and then we come back to the night shelter. So the night shelter still runs. It, uh, uh, this um, In 2020, it will be its 10th consecutive shelter, but it's grown massively. So it used to be a 10-bed shelter. Uh, shelter. The shelter just gone in 2019 ran 23 beds. So that's 15 beds for men, 8 beds for ladies. And once somebody comes to Firm Foundation, we can then begin the, the work, the casework, that will help end their homelessness. Uh, all of the, um, the the physical things, that's great. You can give someone a cup of tea, you can have a shower, haircut if they want to, all of that kind of stuff, but that does not end their homelessness. And then there's a the whole uh, kind of background casework that, uh, that goes on. So Firm Foundation work all year, and it's just, it's great that we have a, a shelter uh, during January, February, and March. So uh, what you saw there was uh, actually inside our, our night shelter and some of the, the guests of that year. Um, I can say that uh, one of the guests there uh, um, is no longer with us. Uh, one of the guests uh, actually got a job at Harrow School um, and uh, is, uh, is doing rather well. And uh, and then kind of a, a kind of a varying uh, degrees of um, uh, different situations in between. The issue, though, is that people are rough sleeping in our borough, and uh, if I give you just um, the figures from the shelter that we've just had, we run for thirteen weeks. That's all. Thirteen weeks. We had. Uh, a maximum of 23 bed spaces. And in our three weeks, sorry, in our 13 weeks, we had 81 referrals to our night shelter. 81. We we're able to take in 49 people and have good accom- uh, good outcomes, that's either uh, uh, being housed or onto other projects for 22 of those people. And so the, the work that, that we do is one necessary, but also our outcomes are very good, lives are changed. And um, uh, the gentleman uh, that said, you know, that this is something like something from God, uh, he, um, uh, he continues actually to worship locally, and uh, he, he's the gentleman that uh, gets to work at Harrow School. We have some great links with Harrow School. Our first sleep out, uh, we've had two there now, but our first sleep out was uh, in the grounds of Harrow School through their Shaftesbury Enterprise, and um, uh, they, they've been great. So I wanted to finish, really, on what, what's on my heart for the churches. And um, this is this is something, this is a conversation I've had many times, and there are a lot of churches that are connected to Fern Foundation. So when we run the night shelter, there are uh, kind of 16 churches that are um, directly uh, inputting into the shelter plus some some others that support us in in different ways and this is this is what it is for me and i won't spend long on it because i'd I'd just like to just tell you what's on my heart i don't think homelessness is a hard sell for christians i think we all we just get it Uh, you know we could do a uh, a theological assessment of, of church for the poor, um, you know, different ways of, of evangelism. Uh, my own dissertation was uh, around um, uh, motivations for mission to the poor. You can, you kind of go, you can do all of that. But <laughs> actually, we're, when we're talking in, in churches, it's, it's, we we all know God's heart is for the poor. So what do we do with that? Um, how, how does somebody who has literally nothing sit next to us in church? That, that's really the, the nub of it. And uh, this is a question that, uh, I'm, that we're exploring in my home church and in the ch- some of the churches that are connected to Firm Foundation and so i'll just really tell you about that and let and and see how that sits if the church is for the poor the, there's a the, the, there is a title church for the poor but actually i, d- I don't think that's i don't think accurately reflects what what's what i want to say because when you say church for the poor i think most christians would think about a, a program uh, a social action program something that you do something that you put on so you put you, you have you have something on and you invite this group of people and then you know you see how it goes and then they kind of try and integrate with us but that's not our I'm, in my experience that is not the gospel the, the gospel and when when we look at acts or uh, other, certainly New Testament churches, they are full of all kinds of different people. They're not different churches, they're different people in the same church. And so I want to make a distinction between a social action program and church. And the, the wrestle is how does somebody, for example, that I work with, who's homeless who's destitute that has literally nothing i mean the bag that they've got how how are they able to be welcomed into my home church and sit next to me with uh, and I, I don't i really don't like labels but for the sake of for, for the sake of it i i, I am middle class I, I i mean i wouldn't describe myself like that but that the label does you know I have a family, I have a car, got a telly, job. You know, that, it's just, that's just who I am. So, how do I sit next to somebody with literally nothing, from a different kind of background, and that they will feel welcome, but more than that, and again, we're getting, I, I've, we're getting to the, the nitty gritty. There is a prelim to this, but it's really not necessary. That if that person becomes a Christian, in the eyes of God, we are exactly the same. Period. Doesn't matter what I've done. Doesn't matter how well educated I am. Doesn't matter, um, you know, whether I've got gifts in this or can do that. It just doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And then, what are that person's gifts? And how do we bring that person through and that's that's the nub of it and so what does that church look like and i, <laughs> I tell you i don't i don't think i've got a clear answer so in my home church we are um we are a church of many nations we have uh, in our uh, in our leadership and in our congregation uh, people from uh, all, all kind of different backgrounds, there's loads of languages that are spoken, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff. But do you know, do you know what? Economically, I think we're, we're, we're on a bit of a level pay, playing field. What I mean is, um, and again, I, d- I don't really want to use that term middle class, but generally, there's a bit, bit of a level playing field. So uh, my, my Brazilian uh, friends have a job, you know, educated, uh, my Romanian friends, job, educated, um, Italian friends, again, and so there's, there's, there's something here, there's a disconnect, I think, between when I go out to work and I mix with uh, people that have nothing, and what they lack, what they need, I, I would say, is community is love, family. And churches are ready-made communities and families. And so how do the two go together? And please, I, I, again, the, the tension is not, can we have somebody in? Because that's, that's more social action stuff. What I mean is, how can they be part? How can we be part of the same church? And so that's, that's the challenge, that's the challenge. And uh, I could talk about that for quite some time, but actually I just wanted to leave that with you. So I've uh, been able to speak about Firm Foundation and how that's grown. Uh, we are now Harrow's single homeless organization. We're not just a group of people that want to do some stuff. We are actually placed as uh, Harrow's homeless organization. Uh, we've spoken about the growth of that we've spoken about um, uh, the kind of the need in Harrow uh, but also the challenge to the churches and I haven't got you know I'm not there I'd like some help <laughs> uh, you know the, when I have this conversation with ministers and other con- congregations there's a resonance uh, which is fantastic but it needs to kind of move beyond that And so if um my my heart is to share that with you and my hope is that um together as churches in harrow we can not be a church for the poor but a church that has everybody in it